0: Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. You're about to hear the Serving Today programme, which is for pastors and church leaders. This episode was recorded with the late Phil Crowter back in the early 2000s, before he went to glory. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for those serving the Lord's people. I'm Derek French and it's good to be with you. Preaching through Mark, Phil Crouter begins dealing with Mark chapter 11. Even if you only read the four Gospels quite quickly as if you were scanning its contents, then you're bound to recognise that there were many different ways in which people responded to Jesus. We've come to Mark chapter 11 with Phil Crouter's help about preaching through Mark's Gospel, and it's the final week before the crucifixion of Jesus. And Mark takes great care to record the quite different response Jesus received at this critical stage in his life and ministry. As I said, we're in Mark chapter 11 and we're considering the first 11 verses. Phil Crowder is helping us again. So Phil, what title are you going to give to the sermon based on these verses?
1: The King comes, at last Jesus is going into Jerusalem. And what about background? The whole of the second half of Mark is about why Jesus came. We've seen in Mark 8 to 10, that Jesus did a lot of talking to the disciples he taught them that he he's come to die but now it is time for action in Mark 11 Jesus enters Jerusalem one week before he will die on the cross the people have a last opportunity to believe in their king however they will refuse him and kill him in Mark 11 the people welcome Jesus He is the king who God has promised. They're very excited. They think that the time has come. At last, they will have a king in Jerusalem. So could you read verses 1 to 11 for us, please, Derek? Yes, indeed, a very familiar
0: passage, this. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David! Hosanna in the highest! Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve.
1: Yes, there may be a few questions that you have of some of those verses. I'll try to answer those. In verse 2, the colt was a young donkey. If you're not familiar with a donkey, that's a rather smaller than a horse. And ordinary people often rode on a donkey. But kings rode on horses. You see, Jesus is a different kind of king. He's a king on a donkey. He's a humble king who brings peace. He's the kind of king that God said he would send. And it will be good to read Zechariah, chapter 9, verses 9 and 10. Please, Derek.
0: And Zechariah prophesies, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion! Shout, daughter of Jerusalem! See your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the warhorses from Jerusalem, and the battle bow will be broken. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend
1: from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. A king on a donkey who proclaims peace. And back to Mark 11 verse eight there, we read that many people spread their cloaks on the ground while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Well, they did this of course to, to welcome Jesus as their king. And then in verse 9 and 10 there's this word, Hosanna. It means save or praise. The people are using the words of a psalm about God's king, the Messiah. Uh, that's Psalm 118, verse 25 and 26. They see that Jesus is God's king. They praise God. They want God's king to come and save them. Right, it would be interesting to see how this works out, obviously.
0: But what would you say is the overarching point we want to make for our sermon? What's the main thrust, if you like?
1: It is important, isn't it, as we study God's word, that we, we try to get the point of the passage itself and to bring that over clearly to our people. And that's why we try to summarise these sermons in, in, in one sentence if we can. Well, here's two short ones. Jesus is God's king, but is he the king that we want? And that seems to sum up what the passage is about. And as you prepare the sermon, here's something to think about. It is very easy to be like those crowds. It's easy to sing praises to Jesus. It's easy to say that we're Christians, at least in some countries. But many people don't really want Jesus to be their king. Not this Jesus. They want a hero, not a saviour. They want someone to help them but not a king to serve they want to feel good but they don't want people to hate them they don't want a king who comes on a donkey and goes to the cross yes i think that's you know is
0: very important that we do stress don't we that this is god's king not ours not a king of our making of man's making and we really do need to receive god's king don't we
1: We do, and we would never have designed a king like this who's so humble and lowly and who dies Mm, on a cross. mm.
0: Okay, well, let's actually come to the sermon itself. How many headings have you got, and what are they this time?
1: Two headings The King Needs a Donkey, and secondly, Welcome the King Who Rides a Donkey. So first, the king needs a donkey, verses 1 to 6. Would you like to read
0: those? As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? Tell them, The Lord needs it, and will send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside in the street tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had
1: told them to, and the people let them go. Jesus needs a donkey because he's going to ride into Jerusalem. And he knows what the scriptures say. He wants the people to say that he is God's king, as Zechariah 9 prophesies. Until now, Jesus hasn't wanted to attract crowds of people but now is the time for people to say who he is. Now at this time many people are on their way to Jerusalem because it's a special time, it's Passover time and these people are the ones who will welcome Jesus as King. So Jesus needs a donkey to ride on. He doesn't want a horse, he wants a young donkey. In the Old Testament, the prophet Zechariah said that the king will come on a donkey. God's king is a humble king. He hasn't come for war, so he won't be riding a war horse. He's come to bring peace, so he'll be riding a donkey. The king needs a donkey. Notice that the king knows where to find the donkey and the king has the right to tell people to let him take the donkey. King Jesus is in complete control as he goes towards his death.
0: Phil, how do you suggest we sort of uh, apply this to our hearers?
1: Yes, as you picture this man coming on a donkey, you may have questions about who he really is. But Jesus is certainly God's king. He makes everything happen just like God said in the Old Testament. But here's the question. Do you want a king who is humble like Jesus? Well,
0: that's your first point. The king needs a donkey. And your second point?
1: Welcome, the king who rides a donkey. And that's verses 7 to 11.
0: When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they'd cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David! Hosanna in the highest! Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around at everything, but since
1: it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Welcome the king who rides a donkey. The crowds are so excited. They throw their clothes on the ground for Jesus. They cut branches from trees to welcome the king. They shout and sing. They praise God for Jesus. At last, God has sent the king to save them. And they're right. Everyone should praise God for King Jesus, he is the Saviour who God sent. We all need Jesus so badly, however, do they really want a king who rides on a donkey? We know that a week later, the King of the Jews will die on the cross. Now they praise him, soon they will kill him. He is God's king, but they don't want him is not the kind of hero king that they want to follow.
0: It's quite challenging this isn't it because their response sounded as if they were genuine. Mm. And what they were saying was true. And that that can be true today, can't it? People can give the impression that they're genuine but in actual fact it'd be quite false.
1: Well it is right to sing songs about Jesus. It's it's good to praise Jesus and say that he's king. But there's a deeper question, will you truly welcome Jesus? As king over your life? Will you follow this kind of king, the king who rides on a donkey and goes to the cross? You know it's important to think carefully about what you know about Jesus and you can go over what we've learnt from Mark's Gospel, talk about the kind of person that Jesus is and really ask this question very clearly, is Jesus really the kind of king That you're willing to follow? What a searching question that is.
0: In a world that's obsessed with fame and success and self assertiveness, Jesus is so different. John's Gospel tells us Jesus came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Isaiah foretold that Jesus would be despised and rejected of men. And here in Mark 11, we're told he came riding on a donkey. Jesus really was meek and lowly of heart a truly humble and gentle king Sadly, many who appear to welcome him at first rejected him in the end with disastrous and eternal consequences for them Therefore, how we need to urge our hearers to ensure they receive our humble king so that when Jesus comes again to be glorified in his holy people they will be in that privileged company May God help us by his spirit to do just that And do so with some urgency. And there we must bring this edition of Serving Today to a close. Thank you for being with us and we look forward to your company next time. Until then, this is Derek French saying goodbye and may we so live as to show everyone we meet that Jesus is our King. Well, thanks for listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch with us, you can now send us a message via WhatsApp. The number is plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. That's plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. Until next time, goodbye.